Go Live presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. This is Opinions Matter, brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. See greenheartcbd.ie. On this edition of Opinions Matter, this is something that is going to divide opinion with those of you listening. Uh, a lot of you are going to be annoyed and upset about it. Uh, a lot of you are going to have a bit more compassion towards the situation that this woman has found herself in. Okay, so we got this message about two hours ago when we arrived into the office uh, on WhatsApp. Now, you can WhatsApp us at any stage, 085-825-2626. That is the WhatsApp number. You can see it there, 085-825-2626. So, uh, this woman sent this message to us, and we went, oh, my God, because she sounds fairly distressed in the message, as you will hear yourself. And it's something that she witnessed while on the dart to Bray uh, earlier on this afternoon. So she was on the dart to Bray and she witnessed a mother with her two children in the same carriage on the dart. And what she witnessed seems to happen far too often. And as you can tell when you hear her message, I want you to listen to it closely. It's a bit noisy because she was obviously out in Bray. Uh, it's a bit noisy, the message is, but when you hear the distress in her voice and the, the anguish in her voice, and um, the genuine upset in her voice, um, you'll understand why. Have a listen to this. I'm on your show today, please. Um, I'm literally just after getting off the dirt there. We got the dirt from um, Pierce Street to Bray. I got it with my young fella. Um, and I'm absolutely shocked by what I'm actually witnessing on, on the dirt. Um, there was a, an addict with a child no older than 10, 11, looking after her. Now, when I say that this mother was not fit to look after a dog, let alone a child, I'm just, I'm really upset by it. Like, I'm just, how, are, how is this allowed to happen? How is this allowed to go on? Like, do you know, are these kids not taken away? What do you mean I report this? You know, I'd even go for a saying I know it sounds harsh, and, but these people not get sterilised to stop another person being brought into the world under circumstances like these. A person is probably destined for a similar life. It's just so sad if you could talk about it, please. Thank you. Okay, well, you can hear the upset in her voice. Uh, so she's on the dart, and she sees this uh, mother who's uh, clearly um, a drug addict. She's uh, strung out, uh, apparently and barely able to look after the two children that she has. And and the woman who left us this message, uh, well, you heard what she she believes. She believes, A, the children should be taken into care, and B, she goes one step further and says, well, maybe we should look at sterilisation. Now, I don't think we should go down that road. Is there anybody listening that actually believes we should be going down that road of sterilisation? But as you could hear, she's genuinely upset, and it's something we see all too often. Um, Addicts, who are uh, left in charge of uh, children. And, you know, it's very sad to see. I've seen it on uh, the Lewis myself many, many times. Um, And it's very upsetting to see uh, children, isn't it, Katie? Yeah. Uh, Because I I, I don't know how you can be uh, on drugs and be able to look after a child. I mean, I'm not on drugs and I struggle to look after children. I don't understand how someone who is uh, strung out on drugs could possibly be able to mind children in a responsible way. But I don't know why people don't report these parents. It's obviously not a one-off thing. And somebody sees them doing it. Somebody who knows them knows they are doing it. So they're allowing it to go on. They're nearly worse. Okay, well, if, if, if you were on that train, if, if that was you that left the message, uh, what would you do? Who would you report it to? 
do you know what the scary thing is? Is that I actually wouldn't even know really what the right process to do, what the correct process to report something like that would be. And maybe people do need to be educated on it and do need to be encouraged to report situations like this, but I wouldn't know what to do. What so do you call w- the guards? Well, would you, re- would you report it? Um, it's a tough one, I don't know. What do you think, wasting my time. Do you think someone who is on drugs at the moment is a capable parent? No. Okay, they're not. Okay, no, so nobody they, under the influence is a capable parent. So what should happen to the children? I think the kids should be taken away. Into care? Yes. For a family who would treat the child the way a child should be treated. Yeah. A safe, loving environment. I mean, I find it, I find it bizarre that um, in this day and age where we're all about protecting children, that this is still allowed, that this is still allowed to happen, that children are allowed to be in the care of someone like that. Now, she does go one step further in the message and she says at the end there, she says, um, should they be sterilised? Is that what we're looking at? harsh isn't it even i think that's a bit harsh it is harsh. You, you know Maybe me they should be given an incentive i don't know to protect themselves sterilization that's a bit but but certainly care to the children taken into care although is that going to help the mother come off drugs if the child is taken into care it's not about helping the mother it's about helping the child though i don't care about the mother okay fair enough i want to hear from you you can text us 085-825-2626 085-825-2626 you've heard the message uh, what should be done to children uh, of uh, addict parents? Should they be taken into care until such time as that particular mother? Uh, and I mean, it's scary to think that that mother, that that girl witnessed, that mother is somewhere, I presume she's in Bray, she lives in Bray, she is in a house somewhere with those two kids. What sort of state uh, is she in? And how well how well looked after are those children? That's what would, would worry you. Let me go to uh, Audrey. Audrey, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Um, no, you heard, you, heard the, you heard the message yourself. How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I've been on the deck a couple of times. I even have a young one now, and I don't even go out near spray on a sunny day because it is full of junkies and full of parents going out with crates of beer. I'm not saying all parents, but majority of parents that would be going out there would be going out for a nice day out, but I wouldn't go out on my door because of what I've seen. Um, as I said in the message there on Facebook, I wrote down a few years ago, we had to take a, a child off the train because his father decided to strung out of his head, come out and walked off the dirt and left his child on the dirt. Sorry, somebody he, somebody on the dirt, was this a drug addict uh, parent, was it? Yeah, drug so, addict male, man, it must have been the father of the child, had the child in the buggy. So hang on, hang on, just to repeat again, what did you witness in Bray on the dirt? Tell me exactly. Uh, we were coming out from Bray and he had the child with him and he was strung out and we were watching him and we were saying, right, Grant, and he was swaying back and forward. Grant left him to it, but as he got off of Pear Street, he left the child in the buggy. We had to get off a tower street with that child. That child wasn't even phased by two mm. adults taking him off. The oh, boat. my God. Nothing at all. Um, we sat and I said, I'll wait with them. And we've got a walker from Tower Street. It was a really nice man. The time came up and he says, look, he says, we see this on a regular basis. That's very upsetting. That really is. That, that child, yeah. that child the, the father was so strung out of it on drugs that he didn't even notice. Oh, God, two, two darts went in and out. And he was on either of them to see where that child was. Oh my God! I know, Kate, you're nodding your head oh there God. as a parent. That's just so upsetting. But then, yeah. like you said, what does somebody in? in well, that, but that's child. That's, that's, that's child neglect, isn't no, it? But what does someone like Audrey, who's sitting there witnessing it, do? So what? You know, do you we call went and called the guards. We called the guards. Went to Char- Charles Street Station, took them off, and we got the guards. Then we wait for them to come down. Call the guards. The guards come down, and they said, "Just take them in." What the guards said is, all they have to do is take them in and. They actually thought worth it at the time would have given back to him. Oh my god! So, so, so if, 
and the guards can't do fuck all about it because it's seen as being a domestic situation. Can the guards not get involved in contact Tusla directly? I assume they can. Be... They can and they will. And I know of a few guards that have done it. And it's called the good boy, bad boy, good parents guide. And what they do is they go off the docks for a few months. And I'm a good person. Look at me, blah, blah, blah. A few weeks, a few months down the line, they're gone. There's no support, basically. They go back on the drugs. They go missing. They go to a different place. They go to a different area. And they're forgotten about and that's just that Tusa don't even bother with them. Then. How did you feel? It must have been very upsetting to see that. What age was what age was the child? Child was about two, eighteen months to two. That was it, because it was barely speaking. The child. And what kind of little, what, what was it? Whether the child was filthy and everything, the buggy was mine. Oh yeah, my god! And was and the, I, you know we were afraid to even go near the child or take him out of the buggy for the fear that there was a needle in the buggy or anything like that. Because demanding said, "Don't go near the buggy." Oh my god! You know we've been doing this type of show, radio show, for a long time, um, and I've never heard a story like that. That's just after that's after upsetting me so much. To think. Sure, I walked in town for the time I was fifteen, and I'm forty odd years of age now. And I remember when Kit Kat used to have, do you remember the file paper? Yeah. And I remember if there's no seats downstairs, you go upstairs, and beside you, you're nearly guaranteed two, um, you'd have two or three kids sitting at the front, and you'd have the parents sitting down the back, and the two kids would be sitting there eating their Kit Kat bars because Mammy and Daddy had the file down the back. Oh, the for, for, smoke, for smoking the heroin? Yeah, smoking the heroin. Okay, so it's no surprise. Uh... It's like, I'm, like I'm saying, 40 years to the second, come back 20 odd years ago. They're still doing it. So it's no surprise that you have uh, a fairly low opinion on uh, these uh, addicts that are in charge of children. So uh, that yeah. that woman uh, with the two children uh, in Bray today, should those children be taken into care? They should be taken into care, but then I'm saying that our care system isn't the greatest sometimes. They're, I know foster parents and they're the best thing ever. I know good children are lovely parents and all that. But then you have the other side of the coin as well. Are they going to go into a good home? Well, any, I, I, I would imagine, I would imagine anything is better than 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 yeah, where they are than, than where they are at the but moment. You know what I think should happen? Actually, I think that when a drug addict, you know, presents herself at the hospital like any other pregnant woman, I think tests should be done. And if she is on something, then I think they should look at removing the baby from her care straight after birth to stop this from happening. Don't allow it to get to this. Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks very much for your call. That 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 really is a, a shocking story. Uh, let me have a listen to this. WhatsApp voice note. Hi Adrian and Jeremy. In relation to the woman on the dart who was not in the right state of mind, it's hard to judge the situation. Obviously, as a person who is concerned for the well-being of the children, you want to look out for their best interests. And as a childcare worker, I've been there myself. You have to look out for what's best for the kids but at the same time we don't know the mother's situation she could be abused at home that could be a really difficult family situation obviously the best thing to do would be um if someone close to her could contact Tusla. now obviously if you see something very odd with the child and the mom let's say the mom's being abusive or something is really really wrong and you witness it you do need to contact Tusla. That's my opinion as a childcare worker. You have to look out for the well-being of the children. 
Absolutely. That's what it's all about. The most important thing is the well-being of the children. Um, here's Tom. I agree with Jeremy's point. Um, so I can kind of see uh, argument on both sides that people who want to smoke have nowhere to smoke if we start banning people outside. Maybe there's a... Oh, sorry, that's, a, that's, an old, that's an old message. Sorry, uh, this is Dave. That's every time we go to Dublin, we don't even bother getting to Lewis anymore because... Oh, we just get a taxi straight into town. It's almost as if like the powers of be just don't care about trying to get the coast off the It just isn't enough treatment places. And like, I mean, if you're addicted to heroin and you're pregnant, your child should be taken off. End of story. But some people, and I'm, you know, I'm just gonna say it straight out there. Some people are just so fucking selfish. Our next door neighbor is what seven months pregnant. And she's gone on the piss multiple times. And I mean, drinking bottles of vodka and popping pills. And then when the doctor told her her child's eggs, her baby's eggs were underdeveloped there recently, she flipped out the doctor. Yeah, it really is. We're hearing so many stories now. I'd like to hear from you. 085-825-2626. That is the WhatsApp number. 085-825-2626. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Opinions Matter with Jeremy and Katie. And we're talking about uh, something that a woman witnessed in Bray today. She was on the dart and uh, there was a woman, a mother there, uh, who was clearly an addict with two children and she didn't know how to look after the children and the girl who left the message is very, very upset about it. Uh, and she thinks that it's time that uh, something is done. She believes that, um, that, you know, we need to come down hard on these people. If you're joining us late, here is the message. You can have a listen to it again. I was just wondering if you talk about something on your show today, please. Um, I'm literally just after getting off the dirt there. We got the dirt from um, Pierce Street to Bray. I got it with my young fella. Um, and I'm absolutely shocked by what I'm after witnessing on, on the dirt. Um, there was a, an addict with a child no older than 11 looking after her. Now when I say that this mother was not fit to look after a dog, let alone a child, I'm just, I'm really upset by it. Like, I'm just, how, how is this allowed to happen? How is this allowed to go on? Like, do you know, are these kids not taken away? But to me, don't report this. You know, I even go as far as saying I know it sounds harsh, and, but these people not get sterilised to stop another person being brought into the world under circumstances like these. A person is probably destined for a similar life. It's just so sad if you could talk about it, please. Thank you. Okay, well, there you go. That is her message, and that's what we are talking about right now, and I would like to hear from you. 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. What is your answer? What is your solution to this? Uh, you've heard the stories. We've heard two shocking stories so far. We've heard uh, the story of the baby being left alone in the pram on the dart uh, while um, the drug addict father got off the train, didn't even come back for his son. He was so out of his... He obviously didn't even, couldn't even remember where he left his son. And then we have the other story there of the woman who's so strung out she can't look after her two children. That's just two stories. There are many, many more. We'd like to hear from you. 085-825-2626. Let me go to um, Morris. How are you, Morris? Good afternoon. How are you, Jeremy? Good. What do you want to say about this? Um, I've seen it. I walk outdoors, right? I've seen what, what's been described on the train. I see it out on the streets, all over Dublin. Uh, women and fellas freezing up in the street, actually freezing up like as if they were playing statues and the children in the buggies all times of the day. So when it comes into the public lice, like on trains or on darts, 
that's the worrying cause, you see, because people, they don't normally see it, but I see it because I walk outdoors. I know where they go. To see two adults sitting around the buggy doing drugs and putting stuff under the baby, which I've seen in inner city Dublin, like the state needs to step in and protect the children because they'll end up not in a good place or get burned or scalded or pushed under a train or a bus or it's horrendous because they deserve a life apart from being yeah. with two parents or two partners that are strung out and are dependent on drug, drug dependent. How can they raise children when they're drug dependent? They can't even feed them or buy nappies. And that's the reality of it. But taking the children into care, would that not have the opposite effect and have an adverse effect on the parents where like, they'd probably, they'd probably turn to even more drugs because they'd be so obsessed? I mean, to have your children taken off you and taken... Sorry, Casey, go on. This isn't about the parents, though. In this situation, mm, screw, the the, screw the parents. This is about the par- This is about the kids. Why would you care about the pa- what the effects are going to be on the parents? The parents make their own decisions. The kids don't. Exactly. But to take a child into care away from its mother... Away from a life of witnessing drug abuse, probably yeah. entering a life of drug abuse themselves when they're older because that's all they've known and all they've seen. Well, Morris, what do you think of the idea of sterilisation? And I can't believe that's actually being suggested. There's a couple of people messaging in saying uh, that they agree with that. What about sterilisation? Is that it's a bit late in the day when they've already given birth to children. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. a, that's a default. Oh, I'm going to be a junkie, sterilise me. I don't want to have kids. Or I don't want to have kids. Give me a snip. I never want to have an accident. But what, I'm, what Katie is right is saying the children have no choice in this. But... So well, well, why? Well, okay, well, let's let's put the foot down here. Why is this? Because I'm getting annoyed about the amount of stories coming in now. Why is nothing being done about this? Because if this, because there's no services out there. There has them, to be. There has to be services to protect children from from. Oh, uh, there's the, the Arab, and uh, they have a bad name. Tusla is a dirty word around Ireland now. The way they behave and the way they go on. Why couldn't the children be given to grandparents or brothers or sisters of the junkies and put them in a stable relationship and take the addicts out and go, we're putting you on this program to get you back to normal life. If you can do this program for six to nine months or whatever, we'll walk you towards getting your children back. If you fall off the wagon, your family are taking control of your children until they're 16 or 18. At least they'll have a steady, safe environment. Now, is that not in the interest of a child to put it with an extended family? I don't know. I don't know why that. I don't know why that doesn't happen. Uh, to be honest with you, because it's not within the system. They take them off them, put them into care, into nursing homes. And what happens then? People get paid for taking children into their homes. So it's a money racket too. But at the end of the day, if there's a mother and father there, or a brother and sister, who are quite stable and are not addicted or drug dependent. Put the children into an environment where they're known rather than a sterile environment where it's strangers looking after them. And, you know, that's what needs to be done. But the service is already there now. I know people that are waiting years on services for special needs children. That's my background. So if you have people that are vulnerable and could walk under a bus with a buggy, but Jeremy, I'm telling you out straight, and it's getting worse. I have seen people frozen like statues on the streets of Dublin standing beside the buggy and then they'll come around a minute and a half later and walk on and people are gobsmacked with jaws to the floor looking at them going do I step in or would do I not there's the problem do I do what's right for the child or do I look down at the ground and walk on and mind my own business yeah I remember when uh, myself and uh, Adrian uh, many many years mm-hmm. ago were living in Cleary's window uh, for the previous radio station and every day when it was um, 
methadone day, you would see them walking up and down Graft or O'Connell yeah. Street, and it was like a scene from from Thriller. It really was like just yeah, these horrendous. these zombies walking through, and you're wondering how can they look after yeah. children? And it's got worse. Like, when, how long? How many years are you talking about? Four or five years ago? Oh, at least no, nine years yeah. ago, probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it's got ten times worse. I'll give you one other example. There's a certain street in Dublin, and it's quite close to where the new courts are built near the Phoenix Park. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, the new central criminal court, the new court will be there. Yeah. You'd want to see that street in the day from morning right up till six o'clock till they saw. All the, all the junkies are there, they're up in court. What are they doing before they go in? Popping tablets in the street, drinking, dropping their trousers and their tracksuit bottoms and injecting themselves into the groin. And then they'll go up and if they get sent down, they're as high as a kite. If they get back out, they just walk down and carry on. I've witnessed it, Jeremy. I've witnessed it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely, it's disgusting. It's a it? vicious circle. But like Katie is right, it's not about the adults and their addictions and their failures. It's about protecting the children of these people and giving them a future. Because we don't want another generation of Irish yeah. kids that have been used and abused by the system. Am I right? I agree with you, Morris, completely. Uh, thanks very much for being the voice of reason there. 85 825 26 uh, if you want to get in on this, let's hear from um, Sandra. Hi, guys. Nice to have you back, Katie. Um, I think in relation to seeing children in that situation with a woman or a man strung out on the train, I would suspect if they're out in the open with children and are in that state, then they probably already have interventions in their life in place. But, you know, it, it's easier said than done to sort a situation like that out. Children these days are very seldom removed into care. Um, instead, the thinking is that they're better off with the parents. I don't agree. I think children should be put first and foremost and maybe interventions done with the parents whilst the children are in care, so at least they are looked after. Shameful in 2021. Absolutely, it is shameful that when you think about it in 2021 that we are still not doing things to protect these children. I have to be honest, and we're just, you know, this is called Opinions Matter, uh, this show and podcast called Opinions Matter, and we take all opinions, and I'm not holding back any opinions that are coming in, but we have not got one message, uh, not one message so far from somebody who is actually um, supporting these uh, addict parents and saying, well, hey, they need a help, and there is zero sympathy coming in for them, which is, um, well, uh, that's an eye-opener, isn't it? Now, Elizabeth, how are you? Hi. Now, what do you want to say about this? Well, I actually do have sympathy for the parents that because they do have an addiction. However, I, my sister was removed from, from my parents' care when, she was, when I was 11 and she was 16, and for good reason. I think that people need to be investigated. If they are found to be parents and they are, they, they get caught on drugs. They should be investigated. There is a lady that was literally just in my home. Her twin, her twin nephew and niece, very nice little little girl, little boy, so sweet. They were found in the middle of the street in diapers, dirty, hungry, and thirsty, and they were not fed. They were fed dog food. Oh my! God. And the woman was in her. The woman was in her home, literally in her home, over five hundred yards away, while these kids were playing in the street. They were four years old. And she was off her mind on drugs. So these, and they found these children in the street. So let's just set the scene again. Two four-year-old children. Two twins. 
two twins, only being fed dog food, dirty nappies. They were being fed, yes, and the people that came in to investigate found one onion in the fridge, and the kids had been eating dog food. Oh, and when I say, when I say, and I think now how happy they are because they were put in her in the aunt's care. She's a friend, um, and she she takes care of them now. But now, as of yesterday, the, the judge said, "Oh no, she can have unsupervised visits, but no social worker has been in her house to investigate if she has food, if she has adequate care, if she's able to take care of them." And she was in court, and she called me in tears. These children are being picked up by their parents and taken to a home that she, and she's the legal guardian, taken to a home that she can't confirm that there's even food. There should be some backstop. There should be some checks and balances. These people, these people work hard. Social workers do work hard and they are, they are run ragged. Of course. But they need, they need to do better checks on for children, for the sake of the children. I spent many a day when I was a child, and this is why my sister got taken, where we were given a jar of freaking peanut butter. And that was our lunch. That was our dinner. We got sat in front of the TV while my parents went out, and my sister had to take care of us. At the age of 12, I was six, eating jars of peanut butter. Oh, my God. Just because that's all we had to eat. There was food in the house, but guess what? We were not allowed to have it. I was beaten because I ate my dad's grapes. To this day, I cannot look at grapes without without thinking, oh, my God, I can't have that. And sorry, what were your, your parents, what were they addicted to? My, my, my parents, my parents, they're just. Sorry, can you really say, say, say it again? They were what? They were not, they, they were not, my parents were not sick parents. My dad used to beat us because we ate his oranges or we drank his juice or I, we were allowed to have water, milk, and that was it. And if we dared touch anything in the fridge, that was my dad's. We would be beaten. How many years? Beaten, how many years? No how many years ago was this? Let's see, thirty. <laughs> thirty. I'm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It stopped when I when I was sixteen, and I told him that if he touched me ever again in anger, I would I would actually kill him. And so from then on, it was just emotional abuse where I was being told I was lazy, useless, fat, ugly, stupid. Didn't matter. He would hurl any insult he could. He was a horrible man. My mother was on something. You, 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 you don't know what they were on, do you? No, I don't. And my, I know my dad was a drinker, and but my but he would fly into these rages, and he wouldn't even be drinking. We don't know. I don't know because I didn't spend that much time thinking about what he was doing. We just knew when when dad would go go to the bar or when mom would go out. Sometimes sometimes she would just pack up my stuff and put me in a car and drive around for hours, saying that we were leaving. And then bring me right back. The message, <laughs> message just came in for you there. So, you, you are a beautiful lady. Uh, huge love to you uh, from someone who's obviously uh, been in a similar I, situation. Even though it was 30 years ago, it's still very raw for you to talk about, isn't it? It, it is. And I have a child now. I, she is 16 months old. And, it, and believe me, Peter knows that I'm not, I'm not a spanker. I'm not a spanker of children. But I would literally cut my arm off if I if I ever even thought about hurting her. I would I, I wouldn't I would never be able to do it. So, I would never be able to spank. So how do you feel? Not, how do you it. how do you feel listening to these stories of of drug addict uh, parents uh, neglecting their children in such a way? I I I think that they should be investigated fully and they should take classes 
and they should be able to they should be able to get their children back if they can if they can follow the classes and do the program and be what they're supposed to do. You know, be parents. If they're going to take care of their children, great, awesome. But if they have no will to safeguard the life of their small child, why do we give them back? They, I was given back three times. Three times I was given back. And each time I would sit there with my garbage bag full of clothes. Oh, my God. Just just gripping it with just tears in my eyes going, please, I don't want to go back there. Please don't make me. And I would sit there and I would cry. And the social worker said every time, we have no choice. You have to see your parents. You have to go to your parents. And I would sit there and I'd just go, my sister got taken out for good when she was 16, but they left me and my brother behind. We, we, I, I sat there and watched the cops. They looked at me and they said, do you want to go? Do you need to go too? But I just saw the look on my mother's face saying, please don't leave me here. And I was 10 or 11 and I couldn't leave my mother behind because I knew if I left, he would turn on her and she would never survive. She wouldn't survive being beaten the way we were beaten. Elizabeth. She survive the mental abuse. Elizabeth, you're very brave talking to us and I can even hear, you can even hear the hurt. Um, isn't it absolutely horrendous? Um, some people just shouldn't have children. Uh, thanks for talking to us, Elizabeth, on Opinions there, Matter. On a separate note, is there like a place where addicts can go if they want to you know, protect themselves or to avail of contraception? Is there services out there for them? Or are there services? What do you mean if they want to? If, if I was an addict and I wanted to protect myself, you know, they might not have money, they might not be able to afford to go to a doctor. Is there, are there services that can help them? Oh, if they don't want to get pregnant yes. or whatever the case if may be. Well, if they make the responsible decision. I would imagine they, they can get uh, free contraception. Um, but I mean, So there's no excuse, really, if they can. No, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought so. Let me go to uh, Lisa. How are you, Lisa? Your own opinions matter. Hi, how are you? You're probably as upset as the rest of us are listening to these stories uh, of neglect due to um, drug addiction. Uh, we started off with the conversation about that mother on the dart, two children in her care. She's completely strung out, doesn't know her left arm from her right arm. And then we heard another story of a drug addict father leaving his baby alone in the pram on the dart because he got off and left the child alone because he was so strung out. What do, we, what, do we, what do we need to do to protect these kids? I'll tell you what we need to do, Jeremy. The guards need to wake up because they, uh, you see them in town. They're walking past these kinks, strung out of their heads, wheeling babies around and holding toddlers. Sometimes holding their hand, sometimes a toddler straddling along a few yards behind them, you know. Um, Tufla needs to be dismantled because they're not looking after kids. Um, I've every sympathy to that lady, Elizabeth, who rang in. Um, and I know she, she pointed out that, you know, we're talking about decades ago, but the same thing is happening, nothing's changed. Um, to put a judge in front of a child um, and, and a child to have to make a decision you know, based on fear and fear alone. That's sickening. Um, and children still are caught across the line of court cases, even in Ireland now. Um, I think any child living with an addict, an addict should be removed from their care until they sort themselves out, if and when they do, will then monitor them and introduce the child slowly back into living with their parents. But other than that, it's... It, it sickens me. My blood boils looking at them, Jeremy. There's so many. I 
can't believe now I knew it was an issue obviously Lisa, but I can't believe the amount of stories that are coming in uh, by text of examples of this happening it's not just an isolated incident sure it's not there are parents all over Dublin all over the country who are in the care who have children in their care and they literally don't know what they're doing because it's so strung out Jeremy you go into town now any day of the week or the weekend walk along the boardwalk and look at these so-called parents. It's 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 fucking disgusting. It really is. And what I can't wrap my head around is why the guards walk past them. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't understand how a guard. Yeah, how a guard can uh, walk by a strung out parent uh, who's pushing a pram and not do something about it. Here's a message that just came in. I assume this is for you, Lisa, and it's from Stephen, and it says, "Some people now. This is probably going to annoy a lot of you. And Stephen, you're welcome to come on the show if you want. Uh, you know the number: oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. And Stephen says, uh, "Some people don't know what's going on in other people's heads. So wake." Uh, the f- I presume that it says wake the fuck up and keep your opinions to yourself unless you're in that situation because I am a drug addict says that person but I don't have kids so what he's saying is you don't know what's going on in someone's life when you see that drug addict parent uh, in O'Connell Street who is completely spaced out um, you don't know what's going on in their mind we should show a bit of compassion well first of all Stephen said that he's a drug user himself so Naturally, he's going to have more empathy. Um, and I have empathy, of course I do, to anyone with any sort of addiction. You know, I really genuinely do. But when children are brought into the crossfire, my empathy and sympathy goes out the window because a priority should be to a child. Uh, you know, every addict falls into addiction. And it's chosen, you know. To, you can bandy words about what way you like. All the addictions, I'm addicted no one made me smoke. No, if I want to give them up, well, then I have to give them up. And it's the same with drugs, drink, whatever it might be. The onus is on the person who's putting it into their mouth or sticking it in their brain or whatever they're doing, right? But when children are brought into that, that's a whole different subject. Um, and it doesn't become about the addict. The priority has to be to children didn't ask to be brought into that world. Um, and I genuinely to be honest with you Jeremy I couldn't give a flying fuck what's going on in the addict's life when a child is endangered and they are endangered when they're in that situation Okay so no no sympathy for the parents just to take the children no. off um, into into uh, into care until that parent gets um, until that parent gets uh, off the drugs Yeah and if they want to get off drugs and they want to get help it's great you know go do it but leave those children away from them, safe, until it's guaranteed that that child is going into a normal life, whatever normal is. Do you know, we're not looking for a little house on the prairie, but kids should not be dragged around the street. And sorry, are we talking Are we talking about sterilisation here as well? I can't believe many people are actually suggesting this, uh, who are listening to the show right now, suggesting sterilising drug addicts. Like Elizabeth said, I mean, you can understand why people are angry. Yeah, but we're not Nazi Germany, I lads. Know we're not Nazi Germany, but something has to change as well. And I'm not saying sterilization, but that can't go on. As Lisa said, like it's not about the parents, it's about the kids. Okay, let's have a listen to, uh, if you want to get a message in on this very quickly, uh, you can text us 085-825-2626, 085-825-2626. Stephen, who is a, um, a drug uh, addict or user, I'm not sure which it is, and uh, we've invited you onto the show if you want to come on, that is the number 85 
2626. Here is a voice note. Hey, you two. Good to see you, Katie. Um, I've just tuned in. I'm just listening to these horrific stories, which are absolutely awful. But my very first thought is... Why didn't these observers do something? Why didn't they record them? Why didn't they ring the guards, ring somebody? Why are they ringing a radio show? No offense, guys. Like, if that was... I'll tell you, about a month ago, maybe four to six weeks ago, um, it was at 12, 1 in the morning, um, I live in a duplex, so I have an apartment underneath me, and there was war going on. War. Um, and next thing I heard the woman scream, um, please somebody help me. Now, like blood curdling scream, please somebody help me. Um, I have a balcony, obviously my next door neighbour has a balcony too. We both went out in the balcony at the same time. We just took a look at each other, didn't say a word. I just said to him, I'm going to ring the guards. So rang the guards, they came up. I was on the phone to your woman um, and the guards and she was like, what's the house numbers? Like, I don't fucking know. So I had to go out and go down my stairs, go around the back because their front door is kind of behind me and find out what bloody number. And when I went down, she was standing, the, the lights that were on in the bedroom, she was pulling up the blinds, obviously so people could see her and she was recording him. Um, and I was like, fuck, something's going to kick off here, big time. Um, but the cards came around and I told them the story and they went around and they were there for 40 minutes and they put him in the back of the, the police car. So why didn't these people do something? Okay, well, what you're saying, obviously, Kira, is that if you do contact the police, uh, that something can be done. But the, this woman in particular, uh, who was on the dart today on Bray, uh, she, the, the, the drug addict mother was gone with the two children by the time the police arrived. Here is a message from David. Hey, Jeremy. Um, I used to live beside uh, a junkie. And she had uh, two kids, and I actually had to report uh, her to the guards one night. Now, subsequently, she got the kids taken over. But um, they used to kill each other and stab each other in the neck with bottles and all. The place was wrecked. You know, it was terrible. You could hear the kids screaming through the walls. You know, don't hurt her, you know, I'll get off them, you know, all this kind of stuff. I said, enough is enough. So I ended up reporting them, and uh, yeah, they, like in the long run, they ended up getting the kids taken off them. But I'm sure I got the blame, and I ended up having to move because of the whole situation. It was a joke, like. But, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, if, if they're going to be strung out like that all the time, the guards need to have the power to take these uh, kids off them. Cheers. Okay, if they're going to be strung out all the time, yeah, the guards need to take them off. Uh, Stephen is being back on. Um, very, very annoyed he is, Katie. Uh, Stephen is uh, the guy who said he's... Won't come on. We've invited him on, but I think he's ignoring us. Oh, yeah, he's choosing to ignore us. Yeah. Um, so Stephen uh, says... Sorry, his message is actually gone there. Do you have his message there? Stephen... Anyway, he basically said, his message is gone down there, but he basically said, hey, yous are always giving out about drug addicts and stuff like that. I said, Sorry, Stephen, do you want us to sit here on this show right now and say, oh my God, that's perfectly okay, what's going on? That children are being left alone, that two children are being left eating dog food, um, that other children are being left in dirty nappies. Like, what did, what did they expect? And Stephen, you've also been given the opportunity to come on and talk to Jeremy and to myself and to the other callers. So, I mean... You can sit there behind your keyboard giving out. If you don't want to come on and talk about it, then you can't really say anything. Yep. You have the opportunity now. We still have a few minutes left. Okay, but let's, let's, um, let's give Stephen two minutes. Uh, yeah, to, let's. Yeah, let's give him two minutes because I want to find out 
what the public opinion is on this exactly and find out is there any sympathy. And here is the question I want to ask you, um, and I'm sure there's going to be people even complaining about this conversation because there are people out there who believe you can't even criticise drug addicts now. You can't even use the word junkie now. Uh, I've no problem using the word junkie. Um, if, the, if you find that word offensive, I don't care. Uh, to be honest with you, I agree uh, with you. Yeah, <laughs> 100%, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if, if, when you see them with kids. Yeah. If the worst, if, yeah. if you hear a story like this and the, the the thing you're most offended about is the word junkie, yeah, yeah you're too woke for me. So uh, here is the question uh, I want you to answer. Okay, and uh, you can send it only by voice or by by WhatsApp. Okay, so the number oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. It's a very simple question. Okay, just yes or no. Should children of drug-addicted parents be taken into care, taken off the parents and into care. If you believe they should, yes, to 085-825-2626. If you believe no, text no to 085-825-2626. So once again, that question is, should the children of drug-addicted parents, like the stories we've been hearing today uh, on this podcast, should those children be taken into care. A simple yes or no to 085-825-2626. Katie's going to keep an eye on the results there to find out. Um, I really don't know how anybody can have any sympathy for parents like this. I really don't. Even addicts themselves. Surely it's a different type of person who would put their child through this. There's addicts and then there's addict parents. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How can anyone have sympathy for these people? I, I don't I don't honestly know. Okay, so uh, as many of you as possible now uh, send in that message. Uh, it's all yeses. Y- yes or no to 085-825-2626. Be very interesting to hear what the what the um the result is on that because from what I'm seeing at the moment I don't think there is much sympathy uh, going on. Uh, this message says, I overheard two junkies on the Lewis talking about having another kid so that they could get more money for drugs. Um, yeah, but that just, that just shows you, doesn't it? That just uh, sums up. Um, and another person given out. Uh, how come you're not talking about the uh, positive story, says uh, Gemma, about drug addicts? You're making out that they're evil people. Um, they are not all evil people. They need help. Yes, they need help. Um, but the children also need to be protected, Gemma. And I'm sure if you saw what that woman witnessed and you saw that baby being left on the, um, on the train because the drug addict father was too strung out to know where his son was, I'm sure you would feel completely different. Keith says, if they're that bad on drugs and not seeking help with proper help, then yes, the children should be taken off them and given a real chance. Um, Yesterday you spoke about being drunk around kids. Drugs is much uh, worse than alcohol. Well, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't disagree with you there. Uh, It's a completely different uh, situation. Um, but yeah, uh, drugs is uh, different to alcohol. Uh, I hope more people would report it, uh, says uh, Elizabeth. Here's the thing, Elizabeth. Um, as bad as this sounds, I don't think a lot of people uh, would actually report it. I think we're at the stage now where people just turn the other cheek. And when they see uh, when they see things like that, they just turn the other cheek and they, they don't report it. I'm going to give you the results of that poll uh, in a couple of moments. But if you want to get a quick uh, vote in, yes or no to 085-825-2626. Yes or no. The question is, should children of drug addicted parents be taken into care? Let me go to Jessica. How are you, Jessica? Hey. Now, what do you want to say on this? It's just... I know it sounds harsh. They just don't deserve kids. Like, 
the amount of people who like you know struggle to have kids and all would give their left arm to have one and then you have yokes like that like not taking care of them at all it's just ridiculous I, I actually agree with you. You see a lot of and hear a lot of stories of parents struggling to, to have children, um, you know, and going through IVF, never being able to have children. And then you see these people who clearly aren't in a position to look after children. And you wonder to yourself, how is that fair, isn't it? Well, yeah, like, it's not even the fact that, like, they can never, they can't even look after themselves, never mind a young child. And then the worst ones, you have the ones who have... Like who have babies addicted to drugs? Then, like that's just yeah, that's a con- that's a conversation for another day. Babies that are born with with cold turkey. Uh, and I have a friend who was a midwife in one of the top um, hospitals, in maternity hospitals in Dublin, and she says it is terrible. It is so sad to hear a baby being born uh, addicted. Just think about that, Katie. A baby being oh, born with cold turkey, crying out because. Uh, which all symptoms. Well, I remember when I was pregnant on Tig, I was in um, Hollis Street, and when I was in, I was in getting checked about something for something, and there was a woman there. Now, when I say this is obviously before COVID, because her partner was in with her. Now she was about to pop, but she was off her head, and so was he. he was sitting on the chair in the waiting room, like couldn't even sit straight, staggering, holding a drink that was going everywhere. Yeah, it was terrifying, and all like I remember leaving the hospital, and obviously my hormones were at play as well. But I just bawled the whole way home. I was like, "What kind mm. of chance is that poor child going to have?" No chance. And have you seen that yourself, Jessica? Have you witnessed? Um... Oh yeah, like it's just it's one of those. Well, one it's a normal sight, but when you see it, it just makes you feel oh. uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And it just makes you think, like, why, like. You think, like, if you have a young child, that would be the kind of slap in the face to say, right, I'm going to get off, like, whatever I'm on. Do you know that way? And yeah. be like, right, give them a better chance. Yeah, it, it really, and hopefully this conversation will spark off uh, some sort of uh, debate, a national debate, because I think, thanks for your call, Jessica, we need to have a national debate now, don't we, at this stage, about why this is being let happen, you know? I can't believe it's let like... Uh, yeah. How is it? Like in other countries, it's something I've never witnessed. Now I'm sure it does happen, but I I'm sure it does. I don't think I've never I've ever, ever seen it in any European countries. My yeah. dad is French. We spent a lot of time in France, and I don't think I've ever seen addicts. Not the way you do around Dublin. No, and it's no. very common around Dublin. It's a huge problem. Let's play a couple of uh, voice notes, and then I'll give you the results. Or Katie rather will give you the results of that poll. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. If you want to get in a quick comment, here is Colin. Hi, Jeremy and Katie. Um, yes, absolutely, you should take the kids off the parents. That shouldn't even be a question. These people are have control of their bodies and they're doing whatever the hell they want with them, but that child has no body autonomy um, and can't fend for themselves and doesn't have a choice in the matter. The kids should absolutely be taken off them, 100%. Thanks very much, Colin. Uh, and here is another message. Hey, Katie and Jeremy. I think they should be taken off them. Okay, that lady's obviously, thank you for your message there, is listening on the app, uh, and that's why you can hear us in the uh, the background. But again, she believes that they should be taken off. Uh, 085 825 uh, Lorraine says, 
I take my hat off uh, to any parent that puts their hands up and says, uh, I can't look after my children. I need the help. It's sad all around, uh, says that person. And that shows integrity that they care about their kids, um, says Elizabeth. Now, let me go to uh, this line. And it's Stephen, is it? Stephen. Hey, Stephen, your own opinions matter. How are you? Yeah, my father was strung out on drugs, you know, and uh, I've been in homes and all, you know, I may have come out of my mouth wrong, you know, what I said. But you, you know, them, but them, just for people who, uh, who don't know, you were commenting on our page and you were saying you don't know what people are going through. You were more or less, yeah, de- you were more or less defending, you were more or less defending junkies, uh, Stephen. And no, saying- I'm not, I'm an addict myself and I'm still struggling at the moment, you know. And, you know, I've, I've been in homes. My, I've, my father's been strung out on uh, uh, cocaine, you know. And, you know, I've been through the system, been in homes, you know. And, you know, I've been through trauma and stuff like that. I have no kids, you know. And as a kid, I've been through trauma, you know. I'm not saying you haven't had a difficult life. I, I'm not saying I that at all. I'm, I'm not, oh. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sorry, 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 that we've just been making that if children grow up around parents, who, do. that they suffer as well. Stephen is a prime example of what he's saying. You don't know what people are going Yeah, I mean, Stephen, you are, you are a product of, did you, did your, did your parents have addiction issues? No, my mother, uh, my father did, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So because of your father's addiction issues, you didn't have a good chance in life. Yeah. You didn't have a good start in life. No, and this is I where... So, Stephen, I would no, expect no, then that you would be saying that any parent who has an addict shouldn't be allowed to care for a child because you are the example of somebody who was under the care of an addict. Would you not be more pushing for a child to be placed into a loving, stable, oh, would, safe yeah. environment? I, I took her up wrong, you know. I'm just, well, well, Stephen, let me, let me ask, problem, let me ask, you know. sorry, sorry, Stephen, let me ask you a question. Uh, you've heard this conversation. After hearing this conversation, you yourself uh, are on drugs at the moment. Are you on heroin? No, I'm off heroin. Uh, oh, you're off heroin. 19, That's good. I'm off heroin 19 months. I'm well off crack cocaine 19 months. Well, fair play to you. Yeah. And, oh, I'm actually on. Okay, you have. I'm on at the moment, and I'm actually smoking a bit of cannabis. Okay, so but you you've been and you've. I'm walking to get help and where. Well, I that's want good. To be. You but you 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 you've you've been rock bottom. So known that, would you've been able to look after? And sorry, Stephen. One, let me ask you a question, Stephen. Would you've been able to look after a child uh, while you were on heroin? Uh, it depends what way uh, I was doing it. Because some people are some people are great pardons on drugs. Oh, some stop. Stop, Stephen. Seriously. Some people are great pardons. It just depends where you what stage you are in life. Some some people are That's like saying I get into a car and I'm better Some people are after I smoke a joint. That's Stephen, how can how can you say deal drugs around I'm not saying deal drugs around the kids. No, God forbid. How how can that. someone who was Stephen? How can someone who's strung out on heroin be a good parent? How can that possibly be the case? It's a painful stage, Well, no, her, no, Stephen. Heroin is heroin. When you're taking heroin, there's no stage. It's everywhere, no matter where you go. Drugs going to be everywhere. That's no. That's, that's, no, that's no that, and that's untrue. There's not drugs everywhere. There's not drugs in my home. There's not drugs in Jeremy's home. I'm not saying that. You know. I really don't understand where you're coming from. Steve. No, Stephen, I don't understand where you're coming. If you honestly think that someone strung out on heroin can be a can be a responsible good what parent, what stage you're in? What do you mean? No. What stage you're in? You've never been on a journey, so you don't bleed. No, no, 
Okay. No. When you, no, are you, you don't know. Okay, hang on. Let me ask you a question, Stephen. I assume you're. Okay, Stephen. I, I assume you're friends of people who are on heroin who have children. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, are they? Are these friends of yours who are injecting? Good parents. Yeah. They're not injecting. No, it doesn't. It doesn't there's different how they're stages. There's they're different stages okay, in there's, addiction. They're smoking the heroin, are they? It's different, it's different stages in that. Stop saying that, no. Stephen. Stop saying that like it's an excuse. I'm asking you a question. Your friends who are on heroin and have children, are they fit parents? Are those children being given um, the, the right start in life? Of course they are. Oh, Jesus. You know. But they're getting help for it. So, you know. That, that doesn't matter if they're getting they help for it. That's great for it. if they are getting help for it. But the kids, at, while they're on drugs, are still suffering. There's not enough help out there for anybody. You know? Ah, Stephen, what, what are you... Hang on, Stephen, you're trying epidemic. to... Cl- Stephen, Stephen. What has it been in the method that goes on in people's heads Steve. and their home and stuff like that? Stephen, you don't know. Uh, people have had breakdowns and stuff like that. So, and commit suicide. You don't know what goes on in people's heads. But Stephen, you, you, you yeah. Stephen, you, 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 Stephen, hang on. You didn't turn to heroin because of the pandemic. Don't be blaming them. Don't be blaming the pandemic. Because, yeah, can you tell me is it different because someone drinks? Are they going to be a better parent? Well, you probably didn't listen drink? to the show yesterday. No, but that was the conversation. Are they going to be? Uh, uh, you know, there's people at all different stages in addiction. He could be a good parent if he was still smoking grass or whatever fucking drugs you were doing. Stephen, grass you know and heroin I mean? are two very, 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 very different it's things. It's all different stages in fucking life, in addiction. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you keep saying that, but addiction is... And where's the rehabs for the places? Because you... You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah, are you trying to... Hang on a second, Stephen. This is where I have I to pull you back. Stephen, hang on a second. Are you trying to claim, Stephen, that there is no support for drug addicts in this country? Because that's a blatant... That's a blatant lie. That's a blatant... That's a blatant lie. That's a blatant lie. I'm putting for detox 12 months ago and I'm still waiting. Stephen, you know what I mean? to say that there's no support... I'm fucking well. You know what I mean? I'm sure you are. I'm God, here, I've been through the system inside out. Some, here, my father was a cocaine, addicted cocaine. He was still a fucking great father. You he, know what I mean? Well, he's still a great father. Well, no, Stephen, if he was a great I father, mean, he would have given up the cocaine. Um, but sure, you, hang on. You're completely kind of contradicting yourself. You say your life turned out, and I'm sorry the way your life turned out. It shouldn't. You should have got a good start in life like other children. You, d- you Listen to me for a second, Stephen. You didn't get a head start in life, a good head start, because your father was a cocaine addict. That's the reason. Yeah, he's a, he was. He still is. You know, he was, and he still was a great father, you know. Like I know where where is that coming from? Why oh, did you did you did, did did you have a good upbringing? Did you have a good childhood, a happy childhood? Up and down, you know. Yeah. Well, then how can Up you say? Down. Well, then how can you, you say that? I made bad choices in life, and I I do really feel bad for people people that have kids that and getting like that people that are in addiction that have kids that do step over their kids, you know. And I do feel bad for people like that. But, you know, but still, but you, you, like you still think somebody who is taking heroin and maybe not injecting it, but smoking heroin can be yeah, a, no. good, a good it's parent? No, here, yeah, you know, we all make choices in life, bad yeah. choices, you know. And, you know, and you don't know what that person's going through to block stuff out, you know. 
they still have a heart, you know, as well. Like, give them a chance. I know there's help out there for people and stuff like that, you know. And there's not enough help out there for people. No, we, you're right. You there's not, there's not, a, thanks, Stephen. There's a, Jesus Christ. How do you reason with that? You, you don't reason. I there's just, not enough help. We didn't to, even get to ask him, does he have kids himself? That's what I No, mean. he doesn't have kids. He said that himself. Um, what, That's you, scary, scary, scary. Give the results of the poll there and uh, the question we asked. The results, everybody said yes, the kids should be taken away. Everybody. Really, it was 100%. 100%. Everyone said they sh- that the kids should be removed from the care of an addict. Um, Bar Bar Stephen. Bar Stephen, who is making excuses for addicts. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, the stats that Stephen was saying, and a lot of you be interested in this. We're going to wrap this up in a second, but uh, Stephen was saying that there's no help for for drug addicts. There's very little. There's so many groups that do really, really good work. The Analyphia Project, the Merchants Key uh, Project. Um, and I'm looking here, the government spends almost $200 million a year on drug and alcohol interventions. But even in terms of the injecting centres, so that addicts can do it safely. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I'm looking at figures from a few years ago. The cost of the drugs crisis has been €1 billion in the past uh, five years. Uh, So money is being spent on it. The government, it's not as if the government are doing nothing. It's just, as you said, there's no reasoning with Stephen. Uh, Mm. Let's have a listen to this message. I've got to be honest, your man Stephen is really pissing me off right now. As someone who has fallen victim to addiction and done shit that I shouldn't have done while in control of my kids and things I'm ashamed of, what he's saying is absolute bullshit. You cannot be a good parent while out of your fucking head on any sort of drug, whether alcohol, whether heroin, whether cocaine, it doesn't matter. Okay, you're very annoyed and I can understand that. And one final one from Keith. Stephen, you have a chance there now when you're online or on the radio there to help kids and tell, tell them how it is. You went through it. You wouldn't have went through it if it wasn't for what you went through. So you wouldn't be, wouldn't be what you're on. So look, just speak how it is. Let the people know, will you? Unfortunately, Keith, he didn't do a very good job, did he, Katie, of, of, uh, of promoting himself. Um, and I don't want to be too hard on him. I know he is uh, coming off drugs. Um, no, but excusing addict parents, you know, and bringing kids up in that kind of setting, doesn't, it's inexcusable. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, you know, he's in the situation, we should have sympathy for him. No, it's plain wrong. An addict should not have care over a child. Yeah, as. and I, I think most uh, most people thinking with a level head. 100% it, of people, actually. 100% 100% of you. So there you yes. go, 100%. Thank you very much for all your calls, your comments. And your messages. That has been a very lively uh, debate on Opinions Matter. Don't forget, if you want to um, listen to all of our podcasts, make sure you uh, subscribe to our podcasts on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.